Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, pod people, and welcome to this week's episode of Classic Ads from Simpler Times, where a casual listen will serve up a reminder about the weirdo UK Prime Minister who had sexual relations with a pig's head before organising the Brexit referendum that turned Great Britain into Little Britain. There'll be insights into how the Queen and her husband may or may not have dealt with a bout of gastro, along with some enlightening trivia about the kind of games her Madge likes to play when she's dropping the great-grandchildren off at the pool. It's also pretty much guaranteed that you'll come away with an earworm of the Wizard of Oz song Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, along with a renewed hatred of Charles Saatchi, who's been forced to go and live in a cave in Afghanistan, not because he got Margaret Thatcher elected, but because he dared to lay hands on the nation's thinking man's cooking totty. All this is but a mere peccadillo, however, when confronted by Tones going all fanboy on an ageing Belgian bloke who used to make martial arts films, but now makes Colonel Dietrich look like he got off lightly when they opened the Ark of the Covenant. Join myself, Steve Cook, and my co-host, Tony Williams. No, not that one, the other one. As we teleport back to 2013 to take a look at an ad for Volvo trucks called Epic Splits that stars Jean-Claude Van Damme in a state of existential bliss. So picking up a lot of ambiance. Bastard! Two. Custard! Oh, fuck it, let's go. But are you sure recording this time? Oh... You fuck one sheep. Is the red light on? You could be a bit more supportive about that. Okay. Is the red light on? The red in light way, on. In what way is mentioning it four times supportive? Is the red light on? All right, it's 2013. President Obama's second term begins. President Obama. Kevin Rudd is Prime Minister of Australia and David Cameron is the UK Prime Minister. I'm going to drop the Prime Minister thing because nobody gives a fuck, don't they, really? I'm running out of impressions as well. Apart from the fact that it was 2013 when the news emerged that David Cameron had allegedly fucked a pig, or a dead pig's head, to be um, strictly factual. The Queen was admitted to hospital with a case of gastro. Can you conjure up in your head the Queen with gastro? Philip? Philip? Yes, darling. One chat oneself. Uh, one little quick poo again. That's why we have the corgis, darling. Blame it on them. When she goes to the toilet, apparently, 
nobody's allowed to mention it and nobody's allowed to go anywhere near the vicinity for 25 minutes. It's never mentioned. She doesn't say, one's going for a crap, right? It's just, it's unspoken. And all the, the, the house servants apparently just know to stay away. For 25 minutes, they stay away. So obviously she's dropping a load. Oh, she, so she's, um, she likes to play Tetris on the shooter. She probably does a royal flush. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. You've peaked early with that one. Margaret Thatcher dies. There are street parties. And after an online campaign, the Wizard of Oz song, Ding Dong, That's right. The Witch is Dead, goes to number 10 in the charts. Nelson Nelson Mandela died. There were no street parties. He was beloved, as what? opposed to Margaret, who was not beloved. Your friend, your old mate, your old mucker, Sir Johnny Ive, is presented with Blue Peter's highest accolade. What is Blue Peter's highest accolade, Tones? It's uh, the Blue Peter badge, which may actually be the gold one. It is, in fact, the gold Blue Peter badge. Well done. So you look at the gold badge and say, see, the thing we did here is it's probably the best Blue Peter badge we've ever made. It's a very Blue Peter moment. They went to uh, Cupertino and Johnny showed him around. And then by the miracle of telephonic system, they had some children pitching him ideas. For product ideas. Yeah. I remember some of them. I remember he was a bit disappointed about one of them, wasn't he? Frankly, he looked like he really couldn't give a shit. No, I sure he did. I sure he did. But it's, you know, it's a bit hard when, you know, it's like seeing other people's kids, isn't it? Oh, he's special, isn't he? Yeah, he's lovely. You've got to give it just the right amount of, uh, of attention. Yes, he is special. So it's, um, yeah, and I think one of them was someone who designed a lockable lunchbox or lockable sandwich box, and um, which he thought was a great idea, but I think he just added that how sad it was really that this day and age that people had to think about locking up their sandwiches. Did you ever meet Charlie Saatchi? No. So Charlie Saatchi is photographed in a restaurant in Mayfair assaulting his wife. I remember that. And his wife just happens to be national treasure, Nigella Lawson. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Charles Archie, come here, you flag. You love it, you bitch. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting that the, um, the nation had forgiven... Charlie Saatchi for getting Margaret Thatcher elected. Do you remember the Labour isn't yeah, working yeah, out? Yeah. Yeah. So the nation forgives him for getting Margaret Thatcher elected and then he starts slapping around, thinking man's crumpet, Nigella. He's not going to get forgiven for that, is he? No. Where is he now? He's fucking nowhere. He's in a cave somewhere in Afghanistan He's because in his, um, he dared lay hands on Nigella. Well, funny you should say that in Afghanistan because Saatchi is Arabic, I believe, for... Cunt. <laughs> Uh, finally, wishy-washy Coronation Street intellectual... <laughs> Ken Barlow. Ken Barlow. This isn't actually very funny. Is written out of all current storylines. The brutal... In the story. In this, this is in Coronation Street. Mm. The brutal reality is that actor William Roach, who plays Ken, was arrested on a historical rape charge dating back to the 1960s. And he ended up being accused of two charges of rape and five charges of indecent assault. He was acquitted of all of them. Well, probably nobody would remember. So it's not really funny, but that's what happened in 2013. There was also an ad made for Volvo trucks. Do you want to take us through the ad? Sure. And what's the ad called? The Epic Split. The Epic Split, that's right. Here's the orals of the ad. If you'd like to see Jean-Claude Van Damme in all his wince-inducing, leg-splitting glory, have a look at the commercial on our YouTube channel using the link in the pod notes. I've had my ups and downs, my fair share of bumpy roads and heavy winds. That's what made me what I am today. Now I stand here before you, 
What you see is a body crafted to perfection. A pair of legs engineered to defy the laws of physics. And a mindset to master the most epic of splits. So the muscles from Brussels and Jean-Claude Van Damme is in the ad looking a lot older than he used to be as we all obviously do. It looks like he's had his, his head punched around a bit. It looks like an old leather boot. You know who um, he looks like? He looks like um, <laughs> Bert, Bert, Bert Reynolds. <laughs> oh, no. Engelbert Hubbardig. He looks like Colonel Dietrich at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. He does, with the melted face. With the melted he face. Does, yeah, I think there's a bit, a bit of a Botox put in there. He's, he's, he's had it punched around a bit, but he's still looking, you know, looking fit. So Jean-Claude Van Damme is set behind a beautiful sky and he's got his eyes closed like he's meditating and we hear his inner thoughts. I've made a few mistakes. I've made choices. And it's very, very profound sort of little speech and he opens his eyes to us and as we as he opens his eyes the camera pulls back and back to reveal he's actually standing between two Volvo trucks and they are driving probably about four five feet apart from each other and as the camera pulls back not only are they driving that close they're actually in reverse and I always thought why are they going in reverse but it's to show the um, amazing superior um, handling of uh, the truck so they're driving in reverse And then the music swells and it's Enya, believe it or not. And as we pull back, the trucks start to part. And as they part, one foot is on one truck and the other foot is on the other truck. It's like, he looks like a sort of guy who's on a rowing boat with his girlfriend at the local pond. And it sort of drifts apart and he goes into perfect splits. So his legs are are actually horizontal and he sits there with his arms folded whilst these trucks reverse. Um, You can see the two drivers in the cab, which I love actually, because if it wasn't real, you know, you'd tint those windows out. But you see the driver and you see his um, navigator on both trucks. And it's reversing. It's, it's absolutely outstanding. It's amazing. It, it, it sort of gives you goosebumps. It makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And, and it's, it's incredibly emotive. It sounds quite ridiculous. And I didn't realise until I watched the making of it, it was very interesting um, technical guy, Sven Svensson. What are we going to do? And he's got these toy trucks trying to explain to Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's going, oh, okay, okay. I'd really like to drive these trucks. And he goes, of course, but not on the road. Um, <laughs> and so I thought there would be lots of rigging and safety harnesses which had touch out. But for all intents and purposes, as far as I can tell, he did it for real. It's kind of half and half, though. You're right. The, the, um, there is, I, I do like the making of video because there is, I think there's a, an entirely unscripted bit in it when John Claude, John Claude Van Damme realises that the trucks will be going backwards. Yeah. I think in his own mind, he had it kind of sorted. I think and, he, he and he thought he could do it. So why are they going and backwards? Then, yeah. And then the bloke says, yes, we'll be going backwards. And he's like... He's the technical director and he's got these toy trucks on a carpet. And so the trucks aren't like sitting up properly. And if I was looking at it, I'd be thinking, not sure about that. 
So the um, you're, yeah, that's a pretty good explanation of this ad. It's basically, yes, two trucks going backwards. Jean-Claude Van Damme does the split. The, both trucks were driving in reverse at 25 kilometers an hour with co-drivers in each of the trucks to help monitor the speed. The whole point of it was to demonstrate the precision and directional stability of Volvo dynamic steering, a world first technology um, that makes them easy to drive. Basically, it weights the steering depending on the speed of the vehicle. So at very low speeds, when you might want to reverse an articulated lorry into a small space, the steering is very easy. Yeah, I would have put money on it being a director's thing saying, you know, as we pull back, it looked great if they're going to reverse. And at first I thought, are they playing in reverse? And I don't think they make enough of a point about the fact that it is actually going to reverse because of that. Um, I'm just looking at what the, what the end tag was because it is important. It's quite phenomenal. I mean, it's so simple. I like, actually, I like the yeah. fact that they, I think from memory, there's a super that says that it yeah. was... This test was set up to do da 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 And I liked that. The only way you can tell they're going backwards is just... Because there's nothing. It's such. It's like the Salt Lakes or something, right? It's just, I think the sun is setting just in the back and you can get some slight idea of the movement. There's some interesting bits. Of, I mean, I can keep going on if, with this. You say it's a Salt Lake. It's actually a brand new airport oh, is it? in Spain. And because obviously they needed a very flat surface to work on. What they didn't bank on was the fact that airport runways are built with a fairly large camber so that rainwater runs off quickly. Mm. And so they thought that they were just going to reverse two lorries at 25 kilometres an hour down a straight bit of road. And in actual fact, it turned out that they were both, if you think about it, on a very large camber, they're both going in opposite directions. It makes the splits a lot harder to well, achieve. Well, I guess that's why they yeah, can counter it with all the computer control. But I just, yeah. There's no computer control. There's no computer control at all. The two, the blokes driving were driving. And that so was they're, it. they're reversing. They're but reversing. there's got to be a screen, obviously. On it. And there's a guy also no looking screen, out the window. Nothing. It's just a lorry. They, they spent three days rehearsing and then they did it all in one take. And the spotters in each lorry were lining up certain landmarks. He's uh, still on that, he's still on that. And they knew that if they, if they strayed outside a certain, outside a certain um, you know, a path, JCVD was in a bit of trouble. Although he wasn't in that much trouble because he was actually JCVD, protected. Sorry. Yeah, well, JCVD. Was, um, he was actually protected by a hidden safety harness. Well, I and mean, you'd want to be really. Oh God, yeah. I'd want those to be stunt yeah. legs. I just, I just love it. It's an epic ad. It's so emotional, but you still have to have the super. It was carried out by professionals in closed conditions. <laughs> and of course, yeah, it is a, it For is a runway. Some reason I like that because it, it would have been very easy to make exactly the same ad and not ever release the information that he had a safety harness, and not ever release the information that it took them three days, and not ever release the information that. Um, you know, they built a little platform behind the wing mirrors for his feet to be on because he couldn't get enough grip on the wing mirrors. So you could have done the whole advertising smoke and mirrors dream on it. And instead, the um, the campaign is actually called Live Test mm. because it was all done live. So that ad was the sixth advert in a um, in a series called Live Test. My dad didn't realise there's lots of other ones. Done by a Swedish ad agency called Foreman and Modens for... The, do you want to know what the other six ads were, what the other five ads were? Yeah, briefly, yeah. I love the yeah. fact that, that, let me just say, I love the fact that it's a Swedish brand and they use a Swedish agency. It'd be so easy for them to go to like Widens or what. I, I love that, you know. I love the fact that they even, you know, give the, the technical manager basically the whole the whole rostrum to sort of do the making of and deal with. There's no no pretties in there. Yeah. Uh, let's fans Vincent here. He, he's good. 
There's a spot called Technician in which a truck drives over a man buried up to his neck in gravel. It's fantastic. Hello, I'm Roland Sanson, Technician at Volvo Trucks. I have been working with the ground clearance of the new Volvo FMX. I'm very proud to say it's fantastic. We have a stiff plate protecting all vital parts and we have positioned airspin members and air balloons higher up. This means 300mm ground clearance, just a little bit more than my head. If you want more information, please go to volvotracks.com. Thank you. So it's shot entirely from ground level, and mm. all you see is this guy's head. And he goes, and again, sounds my, like my, a stag party. My name is Sven, and, we're, and apparently they had some kind of. I'll talk to you about the technology later on. Anyway, has this got Jean Claude in it? No. So this, saying, this, this said, is, is that, is that is it? no, John, it's you. <laughs> this is just a bloke who works at Volvo. They buried him up to his neck and drove a truck over his head. That was one. And there was a fantastic spot with a girl called Faith Dickey who is walking on a tightrope between two trucks. Mm. It's amazing. And, oh, and, you, and the interesting thing with that is she's got a clip-on uh, safety rope, but that's all. There's no – and you see the wow, clip-on the safety rope. Wow, man, you want to see the ad. You've got to see the ad. It's oh, incredible. Does it use the Enya soundtrack as well? Sorry? No. So there's a difference between the other five ads and this ad. There's another ad with a paraglider with a guy being towed behind a truck. Mm up a very steep and winding road. Obviously, as the speed drops, the paraglider drops, mm. and he comes fairly close to getting his ass scraped up a road for a long time. Kind of interesting. There's another one which features the president of Volvo stood on a truck which is suspended from a crane by the hook that they use on the tow hitch. And there was another ad called The Hamster, which featured Charlie the Hamster. Geronimo! In a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a different film. Yeah, which featured a hamster in a cage on the steering wheel of a truck being tempted by a carrot. So if you can imagine, there's a bloke with a carrot and a hamster on a cage, which has been glued to the steering wheel. And the man, and they and they drive the lorry out of the quarry, up a long, series of long and um, very, you know, very uh, precarious, yeah. precarious roads. dangerous roads. And he does it by tempting the, the hamster with the carrot. And as the, as the hamster runs around the, the cage, the steering moves. Wow. But it is, what, a, bit, is, it is the, a bit random. The drivers that can't do it. Because I imagine this big butch bloke with hairy arms and, and tattoos wearing a blue vest with sweat marks no. and, and like bits of sandwich stuck in his beard. But that's probably not who's driving, is it? No. And he probably uses a hook as head to steer, you know? <laughs> but, but these were definitely thought up by the creative team on a stag night. Uh, these are all the things you'd want to do. To let, me, let me give you the last one. So the last one was called Look Who's Driving and featured a four-year-old girl who was given a remote control and then asked again to drive a lorry around a quarry. And this four-year-old girl is absolutely gorgeous. She's as cute as a button, but she's got this remote control. In a lorry driving And it's town. a real lorry and she drives it. It, it. It's kind of suitably mayhemic. So it's interesting. So they're basically saying any moron can drive it. <laughs> Even if you're a hamster, you can drive our trucks now. Well, they're saying they're so simple to control. All right, so the ballerina ad, uh, sorry, the, the technician ad with the man buried was for enhanced ground clearance. Mm. The hamster obviously was easy steering. The, oh. t- the tightrope was precise handling. And the four-year-old was toughness. 
At one stage, she actually drives it off the side of a road and the whole thing rolls. And she looks to camera and goes, <laughs> very, very good. So what do you, can you remember any of the music? From each one, were they, were they all stand out? No, so there is no music on any of the other ones. Really? No music. Spent all the budget on JVCD. They spent, they're, they're all done as a, in a documentary style. So oh, oh that was, one. Yeah. That one. Guys, yeah. we, we're gonna, we haven't got a music production budget on this one because Enya's got yeah. it all in her lodge up in Sweden. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. they, can yes. we do silence? Maybe bring in, um, hello, my name's Louis Through. So the JCVD one broke the mold because obviously they have Jean-Claude Van Damme doing a voiceover. He doesn't speak to camera. He does a voiceover. Yeah, well, he's got a little bit more on his mind, isn't he? Enya is doing her thing with a track called Only Time. Maybe she's is- in the cab. I learned one of the best comments I saw when I looked at the clip on YouTube, one of the top comments said, the first dislike was from Steven Seagal. <laughs> I'm just a cook. That's what I thought was a great comment. There's, um, there's a lovely quote from, uh, where are we? I've got it here somewhere. You know Variety, the Hollywood newspaper? I do. So the quote from Variety was, uh, the headline on their story about the old was, why a Volvo stunt is John Cord Van Damme's biggest hit in 20 years? <laughs> I'm going to ask you, but let's not do it for now. Let me get through, plow through my, uh, my last bits of research. Sorry, do I keep interrupting you? No. Not at all. It's called a conversation. I just want to control the conversation and I want to talk oh. about Jean-Claude Van Damme a, we little, married a little bit later. Okay. <laughs> when I talk to my wife, we have a conversation. Right. I'm allowed to say that? Some of my best friends are racist? Tony's wife's Japanese, everybody. He's allowed to say that stuff. Yeah. Uh, she has a great term as well for when it's a bad time because we're in this situation. <laughs> this situation. <laughs> so which of the ads had... The worst recall? I would probably say... This is a trick question. I'd probably walk the line. Nope. Uh, don't say it's old JVCD. JVCD. Really? CD. His ad had the worst effectiveness well, rating. I, would admit, I didn't sit on TV. It was one of those ads that you see in the industry and, and watch because there's only parodies of it. So that's interesting. But who do they ask? Okay. The target audience for this is obviously anybody who buys a Volvo truck, which tend to be truck drivers who spend a lot of time where... Back alleys, in the, diners, in, in, in the, the cab, tr- of course. Cab, yes, yeah. Uh, which means that they don't watch, they don't get to watch a lot of TV. It's also a relatively small audience, so you probably wouldn't want to spend a huge amount of money on TV. So this no. ad was an online campaign only, never showed on TV, but it obviously got a bit of traction because it had uh, John Claude in it. One week after the release of that ad, it had been viewed 25 million times. Wow, by Steven Seagal. <laughs> After nine days, it had had 40 million views. Wow. And as of yesterday, it had 105 million views. Wow. And that's only on the uh, on the Volvo YouTube channel. From a creative point of view, tell me what happened. I could watch it again and again and again. It's, it's one of those ads, not that you see different things. It's not one of those layered ads. It's just a beautiful bit of film. Again, I think it's um, a Scandinavian director as well. Andreas, yeah, music video um, director, Andreas... Someone. Um, How do you know that? Oh, I don't know. 30 years in advertising, I suppose, maybe. Because, yeah, it's, but you can see it just in, I'm, I'm sure, some of the world's best DOPs, I think, are Scandinavian too. They've got this very, very good eye for framing. and It's just simple and pure and really You've got nice. a much better memory than me. The ad was directed by Andreas Nilsson. There you are. Who directed music videos for Moby Goldfrapp and David... Guetta. 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 And he also did some ads for Samsung, Mountain Dew, Reebok, Amazon, Optus. There you go. But you're right, he's from uh, Sweden. 
Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. This this ad is a smashing success by any indicator that you want to throw at it. So did they sell a lot of trucks? By the time they got to the end of 2014, Volvo was saying that they had invested just under $4 million US into the campaign. So the six ads in total, but looking at the other five ads, they invested about $250,000 in the other five ads and chucked the rest of the money at JCVD mm. and Enya. It generated, they estimate that it generated $170 million worth of truck sales for Volvo. And obviously not just specifically that truck, just, just the whole brand itself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And again, sorry, just, you know, I've probably mentioned, but Enya as well, keeping it local, right? Scandinavian. Is that, I, I, I thought she was Irish. Yeah. Is she? Uh, while you're looking that up, subscribers to Volvo's YouTube channel rose oh, from hmm. 3,500 to 90,000. Their Facebook fans increased from 16,000 to 330,000. And monthly visitors to Volvo Trucks European websites rose from 175,000 visits a month to 300,000. The estimated earned media value from the campaign was 106 million pounds. Yeah. So they got generated 106 million pounds worth of PR of it. Uh, just to round out, the, I know you bought chillers with this. No, 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 no. The ad won Best in Show at the One Awards. Yeah. It won a black pencil at D and AD. Mm-hmm. Six awards at the Eurobest, including Grand Prix and Advertiser of the Year. It won Best of Show at the One Show, and it won two lions at Cannes, one of which was for effectiveness. Brilliant. See, advertising at its best, it's how it should be. It's amazing. I'm sorry, I was right. Enya is Irish. Yeah, I didn't realise. I'm not not a massive fan of John Claude Van Damme or um, Steven Seagal or... I'm just a clock. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know a lot about them. It's funny, I would have thought with your workout regime and your body that... You probably had postcards of them inside your locker, but no. Wow. But so that was what I wanted to ask you. Do you have to be a Jean-Claude Van Damme fan to get involved in this, to to care? No. I think, well, to be honest, he's he's as recognisable as a can of Pepsi, right? There's not a lot of people that wouldn't know that he's a martial arts guy, whether they knew his name, whether they knew his movies. But what he's not is a gymnast or a ballerina. He's... He's wearing a pair of cargo pants with a blue denim shirt rolled up at the sleeves. He's a he's a bloke's bloke. So even if you even you've never seen him before, let's just say you know you've come from. He looks like a rugged guy who's about to do the yeah you know, who does the splits. So you don't need to be a fan, is what I'm saying. I just think it, it's just captivating whether you know. Um, it sounds captivating. It's captivating whether you know who he is or not. I think really. Why did they go full ad on this? Why did they go full advertising and move away from the documentary style of the other phone? So why have they got Enya? Why have they got a voiceover from Jean Claude? Why does it look like an ad? Sound like an ad? Because the others feel like pieces of um, semi-scripted, you know, idea-based documentary. Well, I think again, I'm surprised I hadn't seen the other ones, but they don't really feature anyone as well known. So there needs to be a background story because if it's a little girl or if it's you know a tightrope walker, that's great. But she's obviously very niche. The reason when they went full ad on it is for all the reasons we said for talkability, for shareability, for the viral factor. I suspect that um, with the other five, there was a bit of shareability if you were a truck driver. Probably, so, yeah. You know, the, the little girl with the remote control truck. You could see a guy who drives a truck for a living wanting to share that with his mate who drives a truck. But this is in a diff- this is at a completely different level, isn't it? This it is. is Hollywood superstar Jason. 
SCVD. But I think the fact that he is in his twilight makes it even better. And what I love about it, I mean, you know, you, the way you describe the girl with the remote control, I can call us, I sort of see it. It feels more of an ad, and it's like, do I believe it? Do I care? The the hamster on the on the wheel. Yeah, it's it's an interesting sort of demonstration, but you know, we might it's as a well, gimmick. It might as well be, you know, a, a llama who's making braces on it. It doesn't really make a lot of difference to me. Yeah, it's demonstrating the real sort of technical angle. The fact that, you know, we're still questioning or I was asking, you know, did he do it for real? Didn't he? The fact that it says it's on controlled areas, it looks real. It's possible, but probably not plausible. But it leaves you suspended in that that belief that this is really happening. It's it's not so outrageous. You think, oh, it's just, you know, retouched. It's just special effects. I would say a good 99% of people finish watching that ad believing that's what he did because it's not... It's not so crazy and outrageous. It's completely believable. I've had my ups and downs. My fair share of bumpy roads and heavy winds. That's what made me what I am today. Now I stand here before you. What you see to buddy. This is uh, an ad for a piece of cutting edge technology, albeit it's a bit esoteric. It's on a truck. Why did they choose a has been Belgium stuntman made good? who no longer has a career to do this. Um, I mean, he delivers the words, he delivers the, the voiceover. Okay, but he did, those aren't his words, obviously. No, but he delivers them in a way that suggests that he actually believes what he's saying. Yeah, I'm sure he does. But the words of, of, of bumpy roads and has it's all related to driving, obviously. It's all it's very subliminal. I'm sure that's not what he would conjure up himself. But for the same reasons that I said before, so, you know, as a creative team, you're going, right, we want to demonstrate how good these trucks can drive. You know, I mean, we sort of experienced a little bit of this with Lexus about it being perfection. How do you demonstrate perfection? It's very difficult. And so the fact that they can drive so so well, um, okay, well, what if they drove close together? You go, oh, that's amazing. But the reversing is incredible. They could drive backwards. Wow. So how do they maintain that? You know, oh, they can maintain it over, you know, a kilometre or two. Just to prove that, well, wouldn't it be great if we could, you know, get a guy to do the splits? So you go, yeah. And so the producer goes out looking for someone. And what gonna, we can get someone from Cirque du Soleil. We can get Wayne Sleep. We can get um, a, a karate guy who nobody knows who could do it. Um, or we can get one of those um, guys who jump up in the air and do the splits. But if you do know his movies, and obviously I would say that the creative team were at a, at a maturity that they probably remember back. His big thing was he can stand on one foot and literally put his foot straight up in the air on a windy day here. Right? It's literally straight up, and that was his thing. It's amazing, amazing control. It, he seems an obvious choice, and the fact that he is a little bit older, I don't think he has been. The fact that he hasn't been in any movies recently it might make him smart, I don't know. But if, you, um, if your thing was being able to stand on one foot with the other leg vertical, and you're a bit older and you can't do that, well, there's probably not a lot of openings for you, unless you're collecting a blue pleater badge. So I think it's a great choice, whether you know him or not. The fact that he's a little bit older, the fact that he can do it, it's great. Otherwise, it would just been an acrobatic stunt, like I say. As I said, I'm not a particular fan of John claude Van Damme. I don't really care. What I do like about this ad, and you mentioned it early on, is that this is a good, old-fashioned product demonstration mm. ad. Well, yeah, I mean, engineering-wise, again, Lexus balancing champagne um, you know, glasses on it, all the, all the stuff that you can um, actually prove. Yeah, it's... Um, so the, and there's a little kind of... Uh, there's a little formula for it, isn't there? Kind of, so you take the product, you add a celebrity, you do the demonstration. But I think it feels like the thing that took this into another realm was the epic kind of feeling around it. And do you know what made it epic? You're going to say it's Sean Claude Van Damme. No, Enya. To, to this day, that 
is the biggest thing for me. It blows me away that you go, okay, we've got John claude we've got trucks, we've got an airport, let's, let's have in here. And you go, yeah, right, yeah, true. But it's amazing. It works so well. I could never imagine a different soundtrack playing to that. It's just that moment where the camera pulls back is one shot and just as they start to, you know, to, to part, the song reaches a perfect point and again, it gives me goosebumps. You know, I'm uh, an Enya fan. I love the idea that they spent three days um, rehearsing this and then the director apparently was there early one morning on one of the days they were rehearsing and the sun came up over um, uh, like a little, you can see this little mountain range yeah. in the back and they just shot it in one take so that they, they could get the sun coming up. The production values, I think, are phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Well, that's another thing as well. Yeah, you've got a guy balancing between trucks, but because it is a sunset, you know, the golden hour, all car shots are, you know, are filmed. But to recreate that, it wouldn't look like it does. And the thing that you don't see, if you look at the close, obviously you get the pullback shot, so you start close on his face and then pull back, right? Mm-hmm. To get the close-up shot, they've got a camera on a crane, mm-hmm. which is shoved right in his face. Sure. And the camera is mounted on a car, yeah. which has to do exactly the same speed yeah. as anything goes wrong in that car or with the trucks. And John claude Van Damme gets like a 350 kilo he, he camera. He gets a, a cannon zoom up, which is too nice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that would be, because it's a, yeah, it stays the same lens all the way through, like the one shot. So it would be pretty close to him. A bit, yeah, I mean, how, they're only going 25 kilometres an hour, did you say, miles per hour? Yeah, and you say only, only is fine until you do 25 kilometres an hour on a, on a, um, a bicycle. Think and, once, think twice, think bike. And then you realise how quick it is. 25 kilometres an hour on a skateboard is pretty, you know, are you gonna see, you're doing your smirk. You're like, well, no. well now it's on my skateboard. No. 25 kilometres an hour. Skateboards, skateboards and graffiti. <laughs> Let's meet the Ad Young guys. Okay, let's put some graffiti in a skateboard. As I say, I don't really care about John Claude Van Damme. I love the fact that it's a product demonstration ad, and I love the fact that they went, we'll do this and we'll put a celebrity in and we'll have Enya on it, but then we'll make it absolutely epic and the sun will rise in the background. It's amazing. And we'll I do mean, it in one take. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, it's beautifully done. It's interesting, I think, that they it does show product features. They, I think the benefits, you know, you show, you, you're supposed to show benefits, not features, but they do show the, the features. I think the benefits are inferred for the target audience. So if you're a trucker, oh, yeah. the one that's not as successful uh, from the series of the ads, but it's quite interesting, is the uh, full lorry suspended by a crane mm. with the president stood on, uh, literally the president of Volvo stood on the grill mm. and it's attached to the tow hook. If you drill down, if you're in the market for a lorry, that tow, that tow hitch is designed to not only pull the lorry, but to pull a, comp, a, a lorry that is at full load weight. Mm. So it's completely full, which meant that you could you didn't have to empty the lorry if it ever broke down, mm. which if you're a truck driver, I guess if you're a one-man band truck driver, that could be the difference between buying that truck and buying a different truck because you lose less downtime, blah, blah, blah. But you can't explain that. Well, it's more fleet. Yeah, I mean, basically... So it's an inferred benefit. Of course. Right? So, I mean, if you're, you know, if you... I've ever tried reversing one of these trucks. I mean, I've been in some big truck stops in, in the States and it's just, it's crazy, right? And they are literally 
you know, could slide your hand down in between them. That accurate. I guess if you can see the trucks doing that, then you're going to think, well, okay, that's going to be easier for me to reverse, you know, when I'm dropping off the bog rolls at Woolies. It's like, it's like anything you see, you know, a, a bicycle and it's like going over a, a course track on the, on the Swedish Alps. You know, people use it to go down the shop to get some, some fags. It's, you know, you never really use it to its full potential, but it's knowing, you know, what it can do, right? Right. Let's push on. Interestingly, just a quick question. Could another brand, another truck brand have done this and would it be as interesting? I don't think it would. I think because people know Volvo is associated, um, it, it stands for safety and um, quality. I think if this was Scania or any of the other trucks or whatever you go, mm, I think because it is a bit more of a domestic household name, it feels a lot more approachable as well. Yeah, Volvo obviously have the crossover, don't they, between passenger vehicles and trucks. Mm. They're boxy. But they're good. But uh, yeah, if it's another truck brand or whatever, uh, I think it would Mac or something. It would have just been about macho stuff, even exactly the same ad. So well done, Volvo. They're building on a lot of brand equity. Is that your name? (laughs) I thought you'd opened your wallet. Okay, talk to me about the brand. Mark's out five, please. Oh, brand. Five. Nothing to disagree with there. Casting. Sorry, I'm giggling because I know you're going to give it a five. Well, no, now I'm thinking about it. I know you kept asking me. I should have got the job, but I'm just a cook. That's Steven Seagal. Um, so, um, Casting, so, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, sorry, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, uh, yeah, I think he's great. Uh, again, I can't think of anybody else that it, uh, his equivalent. And if it wasn't him and it was just a profession in their own field, it wouldn't be as exciting. Um, so I think he's a 4.9, 4.95. Craft. Five. Always been a big fan of the Scandinavians. Uh, craft five out of five. Okay. Uh, creativity. I think purely for having the nads to put Enya, I present that and go, we've got this idea, guys. And Enya. Oh, is that good? Love, love Enya. Um, I think that deserves bonus points. Um, I think that's a 4.8 because nothing's ever too perfect. That's the most points you've given a nad. Well, yet, but 19.7. I mean, if you look back, you know, it speaks for itself. Increase. They sell products. Would you believe it? You know, it's not just an ad, but people go, hey, look at this, man. Look at this brand. It's awesome. They actually, you know, move product, which is kind of the point of advertising. And you could just tell there was no ridiculous client involvement, you know. Go and make sure you show all of the trucks. I want to see the grill. I want to see the tyres because they've literally we've got a special deal. You know, there's, there's none of that in there, which I know I keep saying, it sound like a broken record, I think has a lot to do with the fact of like-minded people all from the same same region and they all come from the same place in their thinking. Right. It's not like you're trying to work with a, a Chinese guy, an American person, an Australian and a Brit, you know. it's God, yeah. I think you bring a load of baggage to this stuff, Tones, with you bloody making ads for Lexus and all you that. You say baggage. All that shit. It's just international dear. markets. It's experience, dear. But you're right. I mean, the client was integral to the creative process were they I mean they ended up with one of them with only his head sticking out of the ground while somebody drove the truck over oh, the top of it it sounds like a, a, a Penn and Teller um, trick that they did where the truck drives it's, over it's actually really nicely filmed as well because as I said it's shot from the position of his head and in the background there's a lorry and the lorry kind of curves round and does a skid and it's a huge lorry. So in the background, there's this lorry going sideways, and then he lines it up and goes straight, ground over, straight over the bike's head. And then the end, at the end, uh, after the truck's gone over, his hand comes out of the gravel, and he takes off his hat and goes, my name is Sven Svensson. They're all sons. It's very good. I would wager, I would put money on the fact that that client brief was as simple as the ad was. I'm sure it wasn't pages of mandatories and ridiculous stuff. I like the fact that we both like the ad, but for different reasons. You like it because of the big production values. Well, no, no, just the entertainment value of it. And I like it because it's a product demonstration ad. Hmm. And it, yeah, then it's our product. That's good. That's really nice. Well I would, done, I, would have, um, I, I thought that was a good pick, 2013. 
John Claude. I am going to go off and watch the other ones now. But uh, yeah, little girls are like with remote controls. They don't really excite me. It's nicely done, but it's no. Uh, as I said, the research actually was really interesting. This, um, I've, I've got it. I did write it down. It's worth you know. It's worth besides the YouTube views, besides the increase in sales and brand awareness. A, a good indicator of a great ad is how many people make their own version and parody um, the film. It doesn't hurt the virality, does it? What, you love, but what I love is they're all as good. Like there's the one, I think it must be the post-production company that did um, Chuck Norris. Because Chuck, you know, say who else would do it? Yeah, you know, Chuck maybe, you know, he'd be the choice, but he's not exotic enough, I think. And Chuck pulls out and then Chuck's on the the, um, the wingtips of two fighter jets, I think it is. And then you pull back and there's someone on Chuck's shoulder, there's another Chuck and they should make the shape of Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's some homebrew ads where people do lads are doing it on scooters. And, you know, that's great. That's a great indicator because people don't um, want to parody crappy ads, do they? Thanks very much for that, Tones. That was enjoyable. It was. There was a truckload of information there. (laughs) But we had it under control. And you articulated it very well. Oh. That's it for this week, pod people. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscribe button and have a look at the YouTube channel if you fancy it. Give us a review if you feel like that might lift your skirt. But more importantly, be safe. Spread a bit of kindness. And remember, every time anyone says anything nice about Boris Johnson, Dominic Cummings, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Scott Morrison or Tony Abbott, an angel contracts gonorrhea. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.